When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DMVR Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. RK and Zach here. And Zach being back means that the ad reads are going super smooth today. <laughs> <laughs> Heard there was uh, what, what was maybe a little glitch yesterday. You know, it's like one of those things you just become so dependent on a routine. <laughs> creatures of habit around here. That's very true. Um, so, you know, I, I just wasn't used to you not holding my hand <laughs> all the way through the show. Well, as, uh, as Javante said, I believe it was yesterday, Melvin's there to hold his hand when he was a rookie. I'm right back. I'm here to hold your hand. Right? Love that. Love that. <laughs> Love that for me. Um, okay, so speaking you of holding here, your hand, presenting sponsor. I already gave this presenting. Did sponsor. you? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, you guys can check the damn tape on that one. <laughs> I absolutely said we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, um, and I would bet my life on it. Um, oh. Speaking of holding in your hand, thank you. This is the first time I've ever worn it. I'm not first time anyone's ever worn it though. Oh, so it's a thrift. It is. It looks brand new. Uh, I know. Whoever had it took great care of it. Wow. Also, um, I was talking about this somewhere. I don't remember if it was on air or not, but um, a lot of people talking about how, you know, people who wear vintage clothes like me, saving the world, like that's recycling. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You you are part of the green party now. Yep. I'm anti-fast fashion. <laughs> sustainability. Yep. You're yeah. pro-sustainability. I mean, these, these you know, this, this is probably a 20-year-old shirt good as new yeah serious and look at you i know you're, you're gonna make it last another 20 exactly uh as you can see i'm holding something in my hand here speaking of holding hands mm. and that is a denver broncos roster ah. and as you can see very large very large massive roster. gotta get a lot smaller how soon. many how many pounds do you think are on that roster Oh my God! <laughs> um, let's say an average of two twenty-five. I think so. Per yeah. Player. Yeah. Um, and on this one, I believe there's ninety. Ninety. So ninety. That's more math than I no want to do. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm like. I'm gonna say uh, twenty thousand. Yeah, pounds. I think that. I think that's about right. All right, it's there we go. Spot on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it's gotta gotta it's gotta get a lot lighter. Yes. Um, in the proverbial Broncos elevator. We're over the weight limit. Ah, uh, yes, we are. We got to get to about fourteen thousand pounds. Yes. <laughs> what if that's how they built <laughs> rosters? Instead of fifty-three players, you had a certain uh, weight limit. Wasn't there a, a whole office episode about that where they, oh, uh, yeah, they were like yeah. doing the weight loss challenge? <laughs> yeah. So the whole team has to get on the scale together. Right, right. No, so that's what has to happen here. <laughs> um, so be tough for Mike Purcell, man. Yeah, that would that would suck for him. Um, <laughs> So that means we got to get started. Yeah. And we got to cut some weight. Yeah. So <laughs> let's start here. 
I guess we're going to end up just building a 53-man roster here. Probably. Uh, I don't have a pen, which could be Uh-oh. very detrimental. We know how dependent <laughs> yes. you are on pen and paper. Yes, exactly. I, Big... That's actually one way where you have left the Green Party. You used mm. to be all for that. You would give the Broncos more crap than anyone I, about printing so much paper. Now you're all about the paper. Well, no. See, I'm not. I'm anti-paper, uh, but if it's already printed... Oh, you, know, you might as well use might it. Might as well use it or else that's wasteful. Right. Okay, fair. So fair. credit to me. You know what? I, guy. Yeah, yeah, or just a, a spinful guy. Yeah, well, yeah. however you want to call <laughs> yeah. it. Um, oh, look at that. <laughs> Ooh, nice toss. Uh, now we have a pen, so now we can really cut this thing down. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Some names are getting crossed Cross out. names. Who do we start with? Let's start at quarterback. Mm. And this is maybe the most interesting conversation. It really is. Uh, speaking of spinning it. At least one guy who can spin it, <laughs> he's going to be safe. Yes, it will be cut. Yeah, and uh, there's actually kind of a conversation now with, with this. Entering this week, I thought it was Josh Johnson all the way. They're giving Brett Rippon a chance. But, Ryan, I think that chance is still very slim. I think Brett Rippon's going to have to go out and do what he did against Buffalo, uh, where we're talking 22 of 26, 191 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. He's going to have to do uh, that. That's good enough for king of the game last year. <laughs> Seriously. He's going to have to do that while also Josh Johnson takes a step back. I still think it's just like the quarterback battle last year. Drew Locke would have to have really outplayed Teddy Bridgewater in order Much to get the, to the job. the chagrin of many. Exactly, and that's what's going to have to happen here. And so far, they're still neck and neck, even with uh, with Brett's good performance last week. Hmm, I'm a little worried. You and my, you and I have mm. been dismissing this as a competition we have. every second, and maybe mm-hmm. that's because that's what's making me a little more worried. But Fair. like, he's getting the last the last chance here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if this were the Bachelor, he's getting the very last hometown, right? The mm-hmm. lasting impression. Yep, he is. Uh, but it's also like the I feel bad for you hometown. Oh, the wow. mind's already made up going into that He's one. He's the like really nice guy who maybe yeah, doesn't have it in the like, looks department. That's exactly it. And you're like, well, I just you know I've brought him this far. Might as well give him <laughs> one more. But his shot parents here. are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But as you said, the looks just aren't there. And, and Ryan, I think this is not a true sympathy start. But it's uh, we we really impressed, and thank you for your time, Brett. Because you may be on another team in one week right now. So, to me, this comes down to: is there any upside to Brett's upside? He's ten years younger than Josh Johnson. Wild. And Been on thirteen fewer teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and to me, it's like: are the Broncos at all interested in saying it's close enough right now? That we're willing to roll with Brett. But you have to remember, this is Brett's last year of his contract. Right. So that kind of takes out the upside there. Unless you're planning... Like, I was talking about this with Henry yesterday. I'm like, unless you're thinking he's uh, to Russell Wilson what Gary Kubiak was to John Elway. And yeah. they're just going to caddy for each other the rest of their careers. Which yeah. I kind of thought was what they brought Josh Johnson in, in the first place. I agree. Um, other than, like, the longevity thing. But they kind of was like, oh, he's going to be Russell's guy. Yep. Um, if you're not thinking in that way... And you're just saying that both of these guys are one-year contracts. Who's better for to be our backup this year and we'll figure it out next year? Then I think Brett's out. If there's any little part of them that says, well, maybe we do resign Brett next year to a four-year 
five million dollar <laughs> contract right. uh and just have him be our backup you know for the foreseeable future that's the only way i think he wins this competition in the end i just think they'll say well josh johnson's been around forever he started multiple games we kind of know what's going to happen if he goes out there so let's just go with the easier more obvious answer that being said the fact that they're giving him the last start tells me there is some internal debate going on what percent chance do you give brett to make the team I mean, as of Monday, I would have said 15. Okay. Oh. As of today, yeah. I'm saying 40. 40. Wow. Yeah, I'm at 20. Okay. So you're, you're double confident as me, but I'm still saying that there is no veteran surprise cut here. I think Josh makes it. And Ryan, I don't want Brett to lose his job, but the Denver Broncos cannot keep three quarterbacks on no, this roster. No, 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 they can't. Um, Brett, the best golfer on the team. Oh, so. okay. At the quarterback position, that could actually mean something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> quarterback and kicker, the only place where it matters. <laughs> yeah. Also, that would be a good match. I would watch Brett Rippon and Ooh. Brandon McManus go 18 match play. Mm, I like. Was Brett the best quarterback golfer on the team last year? He's uh, yeah. Yeah. He's apparently scratched. So wow. Yeah. And Brandon's right and around he, there, too. I think he is, too. So Dang. I'd, I, we should maybe set that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Brett doesn't have too much free time on his hands. I think he's still – I always forget. Everyone's practice squad eligible now. Yeah, and I, I do actually think you get a few exceptions now. So, Brett, he could be your exception. Okay. So, unfortunately, we are cutting Brett. He's the first one to get – and we're going – yeah, I was trying to do the manual cut sound. Oh, that's too. It's too like. No, let's not oh. do that. And it's like a little bit too uh, morbid to do the uh, Hunger Games sound. Mm. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> we can do like fifty-three for the ones that make it. If only like. Waving. Wait, do we have the Wait Hunger Games one? <laughs> no, we're not playing the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, I think though. we should. <laughs> what about the sound that the Rockies? Um, They're leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> what is the point of having this? <laughs> I have no clue. Wow. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Uh, it gets me excited, honestly. I uh, love airplanes. It's too soon because the plane can't take off at 20,000 pounds. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's really at the only, end. <laughs> we're only really down to 19,800 now. So. Gavel hits court. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. That's it. That's it. The decision has been made. I like it. So I was going to say, give me the sound from Law and Order. Mm, That's kind of similar. Yeah. I like it. But I don't want to get copyrighted for that. So So we'll stick with the gavel. They're going to prison now? Yes. Brad? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, we're the judges and we've made our call. He's done. Okay. Um, This one, actually, my roster is not correct in any way. Oh, geez. There's too much movement at the running back position. Um, But three running backs are making it. We know who they are. Uh, Yes, we do. And that's the thing about this one. There's three and then the rest. So we didn't even need to talk about the rest. Just cut about 630 pounds right now. um, Because there's three guys. Who are they? Two guys. (laughs) After we say their name. The decision's been made. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, it's Mike Boone, Javante Williams, and Melvin Gordon. Those are the only three that'll be on the roster. My question, I agree, the decision has come down. But the question that you think about behind closed doors, any chance they move on from Mike Boone as a surprise veteran cut? Nope. Yeah, I agree. Okay. 
Nope. Nope. Yep. nope. So the decision was this in. The decision has been made. No appeals. <laughs> yeah. Don't play it twice for one position. <laughs> it's already probably annoying <laughs> enough on one side. Um, okay. Another fun one here. Wide receivers. Ah. So should we go through and just give the auto picks? Yep. All right. So uh, KJ Hamler, auto. Yep. Jerry Judy, auto. Um, Cortland Sutton, auto. Wait, wait, wait. You said KJ Hamler auto, as in question. Should there be any question? No. Okay. No. no there wanted... was a question there too. No. I, I, <laughs> I just, you know, he, he. It's hard to give an auto lock to someone who's done nothing in the NFL. It, it's very, it's very fair. Um, so then the only conversation I think with KJ, because you're not going to cut him, obviously is if there was a trade, and I just don't think that any team is going to trade for KJ. Maybe in a year, a team's calling and trading for KJ, but right now, no team's trading for KJ. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Those are the only autos, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in Montreal. Montreal, yep. Okay, so you've got four autos. Yep. In Sharpie. Yep. Without a doubt. Now's where it gets interesting. Are you keeping five? Six? Some people seven? are advocating for seven. No. I think that is, for lack of a better term, asinine. I do too. And here's the thing. All of these guys, and Nathaniel Hackett, I think, put it really well earlier this week. He said, all of these guys, just as you think one of them's separating from the rest, then someone else jumps ahead. And then someone else jumps ahead. And it's not because any of these guys are actually taking steps back. All of them just keep doing well. But Ryan... These guys aren't game changers, and they're they're not going to be game changers for you this year. So why would you keep three? And I don't mean this disrespectfully. C minus level players. They they deserve to be in the NFL on 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 a team. But why would you keep three of those when in other positions you could have a B minus or or a C plus there? So it's just about choosing who you think has the higher ceiling, the lower floor, and that's the toughest part here. Is all of these guys are so similar? They are. And to be honest, I don't see – I see high-level talent out of one, maybe two guys. Can I guess who the high-level talent is? Yes. Jalen Virgil. No. Oh, um, Brendan Johnson. Yes. Um, I, and, and I guess Jalen Virgil has flashed it too, so it's not fair. He doesn't have – I mean, I don't know. It, it, like, as I look through this – You've got Brandon Johnson listed at 6'2", 195. You've got Jalen Virgil listed at 6'1", 210. I don't think that's right on Jalen Virgil. I think he's being um, handed a free inch there. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Brandon Johnson actually looks the part of an NFL wide receiver um, from a size perspective. That's giving him a little bit of a boost in my head. And maybe you're saying, well, what about Seth Williams? What about Seth Williams? You know, it's like... He's had a shot. He's... He has not done anything to separate himself from this pack. No, I and know. he's had the longest opportunity other than the next guy I want to talk about, which is Tyree Cleveland. Now, it would be really easy for me to say, see you later, drop the gavel. Um, but Dwayne Souk said they want him to be a core four-way special teams player. Yep. That's throwing me off a lot. That's fair. That's fair. But then he did say after that that, 
how he factors in as a wide receiver is going to play into that a little bit. And what I can't get past is the guy above Dwayne Stooks. When Tyree Cleveland got hurt, yeah. he kicked him when he was down and, and talked about how he was essentially responsible for his injury by not knowing what was going on on the offensive side. And so it's clear the Broncos would like to keep Tyree Cleveland around as a special teams guy. But then you add just one more factor, Ryan. Tyree's still not healthy. And when will he actually be able to be on the field? And also, because he hasn't played in preseason, he's a guy that you could probably get through waivers a little more easily because he has no film out there. Tyreek Cleveland did have a helmet on today? Um, uh, I think that's, yes. that's the thing. Um, and then uh, apparently hope they're hoping he's cleared by next week. But <laughs> that's after Judgment Day. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, I'm willing to write him out. Uh, Kendall Hinton, are we, is he Sharpie? Not Sharpie. Okay, but he's in. I think he's in. Okay, so now we're at five. We're at five. I think... Unamas. I think we can do it. Yep, one more. And Ryan, I think you've already... I'm leaning the way you're leaning. Let's do it. All right, we are going six wide receivers. Yep. And that means, see you, Tyree Cleveland. Um, See you, Seth Williams. See you on the practice squad, that is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, See you, Jalen Virgil. See you on the practice squad as well. Um, and there's one more I have to get rid of here. Oh, no, that's just Tim Patrick. Okay, uh, there you go. Drop the hammer. The judgment has been delivered. <laughs> Six wide receivers. Super, super quick, Ryan. A question that I debated with some media yesterday. Is it going to be easy to get these wide receivers through to the practice squad? Absolutely, positively, 100%. It's exactly what I said, too, and they were like, no, these guys are such... The thing is, yes, they've flashed. They're, they're good. I think the Detroit Lions kind of learned a hard lesson last year. Uh, the Trinity Bensons of the world, nearly every team has those this time yes. of year. And it's not that Trinity is bad, but he's kind of a borderline make-the-team guy. They brought him in to be like their third, fourth wide receiver to actually have an impact. Jalen Virgil, Brandon Johnson, if the Broncos are relying on them to be their third wide receiver— going to be a very tall task for them this year and so many teams around the league have so many guys that they like at wide receiver position i would be willing to say now there's no way to back this up or um debate it either uh but i'd be willing to say wide receiver is the deepest position in all of sports Mm, whoa all of sports okay all of sports uh everyone has wide receivers they like down to like take a little shot at my buffs here wearing their the the black and gold jeez even they like their wide receiver. Oh, depth. hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, every college likes their wide receivers. Yeah. Every team likes their <laughs> wide receivers. They like their, their main guys. They like their backups. They like their practice squad guys. There are wide receivers. There's probably an NFL caliber wide receiver walking down Colfax right now. <laughs> They're everywhere. You sure down Colfax? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, that is uh gonna make it really easy for anyone to get their guys to the practice squad the only way i would say that someone doesn't is if for whatever reason a team played against another team in the preseason and they said their guys are way better than our guys whoever they cut we want you know any of these two or three guys that you know and like maybe the cowboys are a team that's like that would be the only one they cut jalen virgil we're taking him yeah especially since they don't have any wide receivers after uh cd lamb also i feel like a lot of people named Virgil in Texas. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Virgil Green would have been a nice fit. Yes, yes. Um, okay, 
so there you go. Uh, all those guys will be on the practice squad, in my opinion. All the ones that they want there. Um, Tyree Cleveland's a, the only one that scares me. Is like, Dwayne Stukes pounds the table, please, please, and, and they throw him a bone. It, and could, like, it eh. could, could happen. If he's saying, like, Brandon Johnson cannot contribute in the same way right. that Tyree Cleveland, it well, then Tyree Cleveland's got a good chance. We'll clearly know why Ty- Tyree Cleveland made it if he makes it. All right. Tight ends. Mm. Is there only one tight end who's going in sharpie going in sharpie wow i thought you were gonna say the opposite getting cut is it greg dulcich yes he's definitely sharpie he's definitely sharpie and i would i think albert o is also definitely sharpie except for the potential of a trade i agree i completely agree i think they would absolutely trade him if they got an offer yes and would there have to be a tight end coming back in the package that doesn't happen in the NFL. No, I don't okay, think so. So they're okay with rolling with Greg Dulcich, the Eric's, and Andrew Beck. Man, that doesn't feel good. It feels terrible. <laughs> it doesn't. And I like the addition of Albert Hill. I just don't know how much the coaches like that addition. And we've talked about that since the beginning of the season or the 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 off season. And it's all a scheme thing. You just you're telegraphing. You can't telegraph in this scheme. The main point of it is yeah. keeping people off off guard. And so you either have to be willing to let Alberto ruin two to three runs a game um, or not put him on the field when you're running, and then everyone knows. Coaches hate that first option. Oh, <laughs> Coaches yeah. Coaches hate both. Yes. I mean, that like, I think it's overplayed sometimes when a team loses and you're like, oh, they're just one or two plays away. But coaches definitely believe yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, if it wasn't for that first and 10 run that was open, if it wasn't for yeah. Alberto blowing his assignment, then we had second and 14. It actually should have been second and three. And then we punted, and then they went down and scored, and that was that's when the whole thing changed. Um, so I worry. I don't think they get the trade offer they're looking for. I think he makes the team, and I think they keep praying that he has a come to Jesus moment when it comes to blocking. Do both of uh, your Eric's make it? Yes. Um, no. Mm. Ooh, this is hard. Okay. I'm going to put Andrew Beck in the specialist role. So he doesn't count as a tight end. Oh, special teams. No, just he's being, cons- yeah. I mean, he's playing on special teams. Okay. You know, he's probably in like the uh, personal protection unit on punts. Okay. Um, he's the fullback. He's definitely on the team. Um, I'm I, I'm sticking to that ever since Nathaniel Hackett said we have a fullback. Okay. Um, so he's on the team. Dulcich is on the team. Alberto's on the team. There's only room for one more still, I think. Um, which means one Eric's got to go. What are you doing? I will say Eric Tomlinson, who I thought was a lock, he did not look good as a blocker against Buffalo. I think he blew one or two. No one looked good as an anything. It's very true. Buffalo, it's very except true. Except for Brandon McManus as a field goal kicker. <laughs> it's very true. Um, if one of those guys has to go, I'm going to go back to what I just said about telegraphing. And exactly what we say about Albert O is true of Eric Tomlinson, unfortunately. This yep. is my guy. I, just let flip. me be very clear. I do not want to be cutting him right now. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But... Eric Salbert is the best all-around tight end on the team. It's not a good sign for your team, in my opinion. Um, he is, but he is that guy, and he and so he makes the team in this in this case. 
I don't. I'm not willing to. Actually, I'm gonna hold a spot aside for Eric Tomlinson. Okay. Because I, I'm pretty sure he's on a couple special teams units, uh, from what I've seen. So that might buy him some time. We'll come back to it. Yep. To see if there's an extra spot at the end, and and so I'm gonna set him aside. Um, but for now, we're going four tight ends, including Andrew Beck. Yep. And right now, Ryan, we're at 16. Eric Tomlinson has with to the offensive line here. Uh, I'm not going to cross him out yet. Yep, he 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 gets another conversation. Um, do any do uh, uh, Dylan Parham or Rodney Williams make the practice? No, nope. Rodney Williams is already out. Oh right, right, right. I gotta tell you too. You know how they decided to make their first round of cuts after practice yesterday, uh, two two weeks ago. Oh, oh okay. Um, Rodney oh, Williams two. balled out in that practice, and then they cut. cut him right after. So it's like, how much did that practice actually? matter right right okay all right we are at 16 like you no, 15 I believe 16 two quarterbacks three running backs six wide receivers four tight ends um uh, yeah drop it you're right 15 yep there 15 on offense so that leaves us ish five uh no no we're at 16 do it again count it again so two, 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 yes, three, three running, running backs, backs. six, Seven. six wide receivers, six. We went six. We went six. We went six. You're right. We went six. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So fifteen. So we at fifteen. Um, I think we might end up having room for Eric Thomas. I think we do. I think we do. <clears throat> That's great news. Um, okay, let's go. Locks on the line: Calvin Anderson, Garrett Bowles, bing, bing. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry. Yep. Quinn Miner. Yep. Dalton Reisner. Yep. Billy Turner. Yep. Okay, so let me just count those. Those up. are the those are the locks One, where you don't even have to ask two, questions. Three, four, five, six locks. Um, let's just cut some dead weight here. Yeah. Quinn Bailey. Oh man, we're gonna be opening up the elevator a lot right yeah, here. Yeah. Ben Braden. That's another three hundred. Um, what, what do we do with Tom Compton? Mm, he's on the PUP to start oh, the season, okay, so that so means he's, he's going to miss the first four games of the season, but he does not count as a roster spot. Great, great news, so we don't have to worry about him. Yep. Um, Sebastian Gutierrez. See ya. Uh, Zach Johnson. Man, you are opening up a lot of room. Yeah, we are. Uh, Michael Neese. Bye. Casey Tucker is waved injured. Yep. Look at you. Um, it's my guy. <laughs> I met him once. And then, okay. So now we've got a couple people to talk about. Cam Fleming. No. Okay. No, no, no. Graham Glasgow. Trade? No, he's in. He's in. Yep. In okay. my opinion. Okay. Um, Tani Muti. In. He is in. Okay. And then the last one, Luke Wattenberg. He's in. Okay. Luke Wattenberg's in. Okay, so that... Let me just make sure I got everyone Is here. that it? I think the offensive line is pretty clear. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine offensive linemen? Yep. If, if we want, we can open up a spot because you have Tom Compton going to be available sometime in October. I think you could get away with that for four weeks. That's why maybe Graham... Trade him? No, I think Wattenberg. 
Wattenberg. Goes to the the practice squad. Mm, Fifth round pick, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, we have so much room here. You could put Natani Muti on. Well, I don't know if you put him on IR. He's done Done, for the year. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some cap gymnastics or some roster gymnastics that happen. Um, So, we're... The end of the roster is always a mess. Yep. Um, let's stick with these nine. Let's stick with nine and see if we can open something up. So on the offensive side, we're at 24. It's a pretty good number. I believe last year the Broncos had 23 on offense and 27 on defense. But if you're at 24, uh, that that's pretty good. All right. Drop it. Allie. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let's take care of specialists right now. Um, oh, this one actually has some juice to it. Does it? This one has some juice. Well, easy, first two. Yep, uh, Jacob, Bob, and Moyer, and Brandon McManus. They're in. They're in. And then, mm. classic case of one gotta go, Sam Martin or Corliss Waitman. Zach, you've had the inside scoop on the uh, punter competition all camp. I'm going to let you... Uh, let you make the decision. Sam Martin, in my opinion, has been in the lead for most of this year, but Corliss has been hanging around. And Ryan, why is he still on the roster after two cuts have happened at the punter position if he's not going to be that guy? I think he still has that opportunity. I would give him the 51% lead right now. So I think it's Corliss. I think he's making it. I do too. And the big thing for me, honestly, the biggest thing in Sam Martin's favor is that he's uh, Brandon McManus's best friend? Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> like I agree. I I think it matters a little bit. Yep. Um. I just don't think Dwayne Stukes cares about that. No, <laughs> I don't think so. So, I've I've been on the Corliss train all along. If you're willing to join me, I am. We will drop the gavel on Let's Sam Martin. There we go. Broncos free up a little bit of space, and there we go. And let's drop the gavel on this segment and tell you about Avaca. TV, where they're the goat in Colorado sports, the greatest of all TV, goat right there, Goatva. Goatva. and over at Ivaca, they really are the goat in terms of bringing you Denver sports, Colorado sports, because it's a pain, and for some, it's impossible to watch the, the Avs and the Nuggets, It all you have to do is get Ivaca TV, and you'll be able to not just watch those two teams, but you'll be able to watch the Rockies as well, you'll also be able to watch us uh, over at DNVR on Ivaca TV. And it's only $25 a month. You can't beat it. Uh, Most cable packages now are $200. If you just want to watch Colorado sports, and and they also have other programming, $25 a month. You can't beat it. So go to evoca.tv slash Colorado10. That's evoca.tv slash Colorado10 to get $10 off your first three months. That brings down to $15 a month. That is a no-brainer. I mean, it's insane. It's like an insanely good deal. More people need to be doing this. Um also, remind you guys to come by the tailgate this weekend. It's going to be so fun. And I, I want to level with you guys for a second Heck because yes. I am the ultimate procrastinator. Everyone knows that about me. Mm. And so I totally understand the whole idea of like, oh, I'll just get my tailgate tickets uh, on Saturday as I'm heading over to the tailgate. You know, you can just hop, hop on your phone and get them. It helps us out a lot if we know you're coming. Mm. So uh, <laughs> go on to Eventbrite, search DNVR. You will get to our page with all of our uh, tailgates. 
buy your tailgate tickets or you can find it on any of our social pages we've tweeted out the links a couple different times um so that helps us out then we can tell our friends over at mile high city sliders hey we're expecting this many people make sure you bring that much food uh, obviously we're not gonna you know run out but we'd like to have a better uh, estimate of how many people are going to come um so just love you guys for that uh and i understand i would do the same thing if i were you but trying to level with me here. um so there you go get I in on the tailgate great I, beers food all that stuff i wasn't at last uh the first tailgate but i will be there this time and i cannot wait to try those sliders because i've literally heard everyone talk about them they're Really, the, really. Everyone good. said the jalapeno sliders were the absolute best. The one that everyone talked about. Yeah, the there's a jalapeno popper slider uh, with cream cheese jalapenos on there. Like fresh jalapenos are so good. Uh, that one was fantastic. And then I really loved the. It's called the drunken meatball, which is like chicken sausage, marinara sauce, feta cheese. Oh my gosh, it's three thirty right now. I'm dying. This sounds ready, so ready for freaking dinner? good. And something else that's really good is our friends over at Owen. Make mm. delicious protein be drinks. To hold you over right now. It, it really would be perfect. I should throw it in the car. But the only issue is Broncos. It's like eighty-five degrees yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and maybe that's the one time Owen wouldn't taste good. Yes, is, is when it's hot. But Owen, if I tell you a plant-based protein drink, free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, and no gluten or dairy, a lot of people may say that's not going to taste good. But Owen, I would have said that too before I tried it. They've made it taste good. Yep. And it packs the protein in. You're getting protein. So it's great. Right after a gym workout, you have it in your bag where the gym isn't 85 degrees in there. It's going to stay cool enough for you and it's going to be delicious. Great grab and go. Uh, I have one every day on my way to Broncos practice because then it kind of holds me over uh, until right around the time we do this show. And if you want 20% off this 20 grams of protein shake, go to Owen, go to Live owen.com and use code dnvr20 to get 20 percent off your first purchase they're really good protein oh drinks. it's great um zach an important life update that i just need to share with some people oh wow please um uh you know um how like really good poker players can like roll the um poker chips over their knuckles yeah yeah yep. um so our friend big drive spence he gave me a buffs poker chip okay um is that a- it no it was as a um like a ball marker in golf okay but i just set it down on the couch and then i just started messing around with it i was like i want to learn how to do this bro i'm like an expert like if you saw me you'd be like wow that guy's definitely on the world series of poker wow so that means next time you're in vegas you're gonna be able to act like a big time i literally want to go to vegas just to be just to do that at the table Mm, and then everyone else is is going to trust what you're doing yeah, I that's told, gonna make you money. I told Ali today it's like expert level fidget spinner. Wow! Like you know you don't have to have any skills to do that, but now I'm just doing this for like hours on end, sitting on the couch, you know, doing whatever at night. That is uh, is a massive skill that doesn't matter. No, it yeah, doesn't. but I, it's got to be good for your brain wires. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Really connecting the brain and the hand. The it'll be really good for the brain wires if you can end up doing it on both hands at the same time. That would be crazy. I, I'm getting there a little bit with the left hand because when my right hand gets sore from uh, too, yeah. too many rolls, <laughs> I flip it over to the left side. Getting better. Impressive. Look, yeah. big drive Spence saving your life. I mean, life-changing. Wow. So, you know, just credit to me for figuring out how to do that. <laughs> Great job, <laughs> Brian. All right, let's jump into the defensive line here. Um, locks. You've got, well, this is an interesting one. It's just at the top of the list. Um, 
McTelvin Ajim, is he a lock? No. Okay, I didn't no, think so no, either. No. Um, Matt Henningsen. A lock? He's going in his lock category for me. I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's a second-round pick, I believe, in the uh, rookie contributor draft yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't think he was overdrafted. Um, yeah, by the way, I need to check on that poll. I smoked Hank in that draft. Yeah, uh, Hank was, when there were three votes in, he was surprised that he had one vote <laughs> oh, at the time, and I geez. think the vote was his own, uh, and he was even surprised that he voted for himself. I'm glad that... Um, that he was under, uh, in the know about how badly he was. <laughs> yes, he did. Honestly, not enough of a blowout here. Oh, it's is final it, results. Is it 59-41? I only said it for three hours because I wanted to be able to give final results There we on go. The there we um, go. 69-31. So, oh, oh, that's... Nice, that's, nice win for that's me. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt Henningsen is in. DJ Jones is in. Draymond yep. Jones is in. Lock. Deshaun Williams. A lock? Yeah. Okay. He's in. Okay. So that leaves us some question marks here. Let's cut. Is that some... four? Um. Yes. Okay. Uh, Henningsen. The Joneses. The Jones crew. And Deshaun Williams. Yep. Okay. Let's get rid of some dead weight here. Uh, Jonathan Kongbo, my least favorite play of the whole preseason. <laughs> See you later. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what did he do to he you? Jumped off sides right after Nick Benito jumped oh, off sides. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I do not care about the preseason. That uh-huh. was enough to send me off a, wow. up, up a wall. Wow. I like that was yell at the TV worthy. Wow, stuff. in preseason. Yep, yeah, that was unacceptable. I bet that's how the coaches felt too. I, I mean, how, how? Yeah, you got to be ultra aware then. From on third and fifteen, by yep. the way, it was yep. already third and twenty, third yep. and fifteen. And then they get the first down, they score a touchdown. He essentially gave the Bills three points. Yep. Sorry, four points at yep. least. Yep. Um, okay, Marquis Spencer. Out. Already out, right? Already out, yep. yeah. Okay, um, is any a lock for yes. the active roster? Yes, okay, absolutely. we're up to five there. Deshaun Williams is in. So there's only one, two questions here. Well, Jonathan Harris? I think he's out. I think so, too. Two questions here. McTelvin Ajim and Mike Purcell. I think Mike Purcell, he might be more of a lock than... No, he's not, but I think he's a lock. Here's where I'll make you question this really quick is he didn't play in this past game. And you brought up a good point of that means he's a lock, right? Or could it mean we know what Mike Purcell is. We know exactly his game. He doesn't have anything to prove and we don't want him to get hurt because he has been hurt multiple times over these past few years. And what I don't, what we don't want to happen is him to get hurt in a preseason game. That doesn't matter. And then he's locked into the team where we're paying him this year. Wow, that's interesting. I forgot about the paying thing with him being under contract. Yeah. Like a legit contract. Um, not just like a quick injury settlement type of thing. Right. It's an interesting point. So we're between say him and uh, Ajim? For the sixth spot. Yeah. Despite what I just said, I think Purcell gets it. I think so too. Okay, so then a gene to the practice squad, likely. Yep, yep, yep. Now, how big of a surprise would it be if they cut Mike? It would surprise me just based on their lack of a third defensive end, uh, or sorry, a second defensive end. Whereas I think on rundowns, especially against run teams, 
they might actually line up DJ Jones in that end position and line up Purcell in the middle. Okay. DJ Jones and Purcell. Yes, I so agree. Jones, I agree. Purcell, yep. Jones. Yep, yep, yep. Um, little Purcell sandwich. Yes, exactly. Um, that, that to me is it was why I'm putting him there. Is I just I actually think that's a smart thing to do. And I like that lineup, especially goal line. Yeah. Uh, or when you Not want even, some big bodies yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean, goal line you could get all sorts of bodies down right. there. You know, put Deshaun Williams on there too. But even just first and 10 you know there the other team comes out in 22 mm-hmm. you're just like okay we're keeping both mike purcell and dj jones because they're our two best run stoppers and you know we want them out there okay don't go off the sheet go off what you think their true weight is the purcell sandwich over under 999.9 pounds under under yeah pretty easy yeah okay you think they're weighing yeah yeah. Mike Mike would have to be a pretty big boy to Mike make Mike Purcell is weighing in as the heaviest player on the team at 328. See, but that's what I'm saying. Don't go off that. Oh, you're yeah, saying yeah, in yeah, real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were saying don't look at the sheet. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I'm still taking the under, I think. I don't think Draymond's uh, I mean, he's not a beefy guy. Draymond might be under what they list him at. I wouldn't be surprised. What's he at? 281. 281? Wow. Yeah, okay, maybe that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then DJ Jones is 305. That's not honest. You think he's up? Yeah. He's pretty short. He is short. He's not <laughs> uh, much taller than me. He's listed at six feet. <laughs> That's not true. No shot. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but you can't, have your, you can't have your defensive tackle be 5'10". Yeah, it looks bad. Yeah. It looks bad. <laughs> doesn't look bad on the field when it you see does him not, playing. No. But it does. You're like, oh, this is our big <laughs> run yeah, stutter. Yeah, yeah. He's 5'10". Yeah. He's seven <laughs> inches shorter than the offensive line. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so... We go with six here, right? Henningsen, yep. Jones, Jones, Purcell, uh, Uazarike, and Deshaun Williams. Yep. Look at you, Uazarike. Boom. Ready? Wait, yep. That's six? Judgment. There we go. Yep, six. Okay. Uh, linebackers outside. Ugh, they, I hate how they put these together, but let's go outside first, and then we'll go inside. Lots of locks here. Okay. Uh, Locke, Nick Benito. Yep. Locke, Baron Browning. Yep. Locke, Bradley Chubb. Yep. Locke, Randy Gregory. Bingo. Malik Reed, Locke? Barring trade, yes. Okay. Completely agree. And then I think Jonathan Cooper hinges on a Malik Reed trade. I think Jonathan Cooper is firmly on the outside. Mm, I'm okay with that. And I think he's a... Uh, a practice squad guy, definitely. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just cut him right here, um, without even really thinking twice about it. If you don't think about last year, yep, you don't even know who Jonathan Cooper is on this team. A hundred percent true. Um, he has last year. I I want to say he led the NFL in preseason snacks. He was Sacks great yeah. last year. Uh, he might be leading in snacks. This year. <laughs> oh, um, that's not to say he's like gain weight or anything. <laughs> I just mean he's not doing much. He's spending a lot of time on the sidelines. Yeah. I mean, they're getting looks at all sorts of other guys. He's not making it in there. No. Nope. Um, I don't, I, it doesn't feel like Evro has any attachment to him. The only person I think in the whole organization who would be fighting for him would be George Payton. That's a good person to have fighting for you. Yeah. But, George Payton strikes me as the kind of guy who, if they're like, dude, Browning, Benito, you know, all these guys, Chubb, Gregory, like Malik Reed, they're all better than him. He would be like, okay. 
And you That's know right. why? Why uh, another reason why Peyton's not going to fight for him is Peyton has already moved on from two of his draft picks from last year. Yep. Now again, I think they like to keep him around, but when I tell you invisible that's that's only exaggerating a little bit it's true it's very true so it's a bummer i know a lot of people talk about him all the time and are wondering hey how's he doing is he hurt what's going on i think he has been banged up a little bit on and off that doesn't help him because he's in the most stacked room on the team i would say even more stacked than wide receiver I agree. On this team. I completely agree. And also, the Broncos are kind of overextending themselves at outside linebacker, going with five here. You can't go six just to keep a guy around for what he did his rookie season. Okay, so that's it. That's that's yep. the conversation. Drop the gavel. Yep. Inside. Um, a, I think the, the headline of the show is, is there going to be a surprise veteran cut? It happened already. Yep. It was Joe Schobert. <laughs> yep. um, that was the surprise veteran cut. Now, yeah. it, it kind of like what you said, if you knew nothing about him, you only watched the tape from Saturday, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's got to be cut. <laughs> yeah. um, but Henry made a good point that was like, man, that dude had four practices. Yeah. And, you know, was just like waiting in the waters of, of Sedalia, Colorado for the rest of the summer. Like you barely got any time to shake the rust off honestly pretty messed up i don't know what they expected yeah, him to be doing yeah. um but uh clearly they did not like what they saw they didn't like what they saw and to me that was the most surprising that's going to be the most surprising cut of the whole thing mm. uh, except unless maybe jonathan cooper i guess that would count too as a surprise yep. cut just because that's a guy who has a name um and that's a good news for some of these inside linebackers who had to be it's really good having their teeth chatter when they heard Joe Schobert's <laughs> yeah. name was coming down. Like yep. that's a legitimate proven NFL linebacker. So locks, Jonas Griffith and Josie Jewell. Yep, Jonas Griffith, as of right now, the Broncos are saying he's aiming for week one. Like I said, I've said it once, said it a million times. I'm hyped for elbow brace, Jonas. Oh man, he's it looks good look, too. He's gonna look scary. <laughs> and and he's got the uh, he's got like the white uh, sleeve under it with the brace on top. Making it pop. It looks good. All right, um, Alex Singleton, lock. Yep. Okay. And then Justin Sternad. Not a lock, but he's in. Yes. Yep, I agree with that. So there is your four inside linebackers. Drop the gavel. Sorry to Barrington Wade. We'll see Barrington Wade on the practice squad. Okay. Um, and the last group here, defensive backs. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. There's a lot of fringe guys here. There's a lot of fringe guys. Should we, should we go corner go and safety? Let's go corners first. Obviously, there's some locks here. Yep. So Kawan Williams is a lock. Pat Sertan is a lock. Um... Going up the top, and Ronald Darby is a lock. Um, uh, on, yes, so three locks. Three locks those there. Are the, those are your three starters. Uh, and then one more lock, Damari Mathis. Oh, why didn't I see him? I don't know where he is on this list. Um, oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, yep, yep, exactly. Cool. Now, a lot of fringe guys. Okay, Austin Bless. No. God bless. Good luck on the practice squad. <laughs> um... He's saying Bassey. Maybe. Who? okay, that's not where I was going. Fayon Hicks. Maybe. Yeah, that's how I feel there. <laughs> um, not even going to mention some of these other guys. Donnie Lewis Jr. is an all-time name. God, he's... Unfortunately, not an all-time cornerback. No, no, not yet, at least. <laughs> you never know. Um, 
Jaquan McMillan was someone I was excited about. But no. Nope. I think that's it. Michael O.J. Mudia. Oh, uh, Hmm. To what me, he's just. You do? I guess again, talk about surprise veteran cuts. That's yep. an option. Yep. Um, I'll be honest. He's been the. He's had the worst bad plays out of anyone. Out of yes. anyone on this list, I think. I think Asang Bassi had a, a pretty bad one, um, in the first preseason game. I want to say, um, but what's weird about Michael O is when he has good plays, he looks like a good NFL corner. Yep. When he has bad plays, he looks like he has no business on the field. <laughs> it's very true. The highs are, are look good and the lows are really low. And it is so confusing. Yeah. Because like the same wouldn't be said for, I don't know, Fayon Hicks. Right. Like You're not seeing Fayon Hicks get smoked. Right. Um, maybe he doesn't make the play in coverage. Maybe he's a step behind, whatever. He makes a tackle like... You know, I'm just using him as an example of like his highs and lows are right in here. Yeah. Whereas, boom, boom, and if I'm the coach, I'll be honest, that freaks me the hell out. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I can stand with that. But at the same time, your options here are very limited. Because of that, I think Michael Ojemudia makes the team. You're kind of counting on okay, give him a little more time with our new with with our uh, with our coaching staff. Hopefully he pulls it together. He's on the team for me, but not by much. He's on the he's on the team unless it's a trade. And now they're not getting a third round pick back for him. They're getting a sixth or a seventh pick round back for him. And so that's what you're looking at. So now these other two guys that we have, is there a spot for one more? Fayon Hicks or uh Sang Bassey? Is there at five oh, now? No. One, two, three, four, five with Michael O. Yeah. Unless you're going to keep five safeties. Well, let's talk about safety. Then okay, we'll come so back to that spot. Let's do it. Oh, geez. This pen is like... Well, no. It's it's like a really wet pen. Oh, is it leaking? <laughs> so now I'm just like... Run, like I keep getting pen oh, on my Oh, no. Nose. I thought it was bleeding down and crossing players' names out. No, you I want. mean, like, this was supposed to be a dot. Now it's like a smear. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, Locks, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons... Caden Stearns. Lock. PJ Lock. Lock. He's Lock. So then your question comes down to, <laughs> would you rather keep Sangbassi slash Fayon Hicks or Delarin Turner-Yell, J.R. Reed, or J.R. Reed? Mm, I think you can choose... Uh, so wait, we're at four safeties right now? Yes. Four safeties, five corners. Usually you keep 10 out of this group. You have room here. We are at uh, 11, 15 on defense. Um, so that would get you to 25. Oh, my God. <laughs> the smears on this side. Oh, no. Uh, that would get you to 25 on off. Or Sorry, 25 on defense, 24 on offense. With what? And three on – with 10 defensive backs. So that's adding one more out right, of this group. Right, right, right. Or you, you have can room, add two. You have room for 11. Or you have room for Eric Tomlinson, or you have room for like a Jonathan Harris. So let's let's view this all in a big picture now. So now we got two spots left, right? We've got Eric Tomlinson. 
Yep. We've got J.R. Reed. We've yep. got Delaren Turner Yell. Yep. Uh, and we've got Asang Bassey and uh, who is the other Fayon Hicks. And Fayon Hicks. So five for two spots. Who's the most valuable? Fayon Hicks right now, I think he's making it to the practice squad easy. Okay, so you're just saying, like, just send him to the practice squad. I think so. I think... Saying Bassey's your backup slot. This is, this is not conventional, but because you have such limited skill sets from specific players in this group, I think you have to get more specialized at your tight end position, and so you keep Eric Tomlinson. Okay. Because you're just saying, like, look, we have our... Swiss Army Knife, who's like an H-back in, in uh, Andrew Beck. He's the only guy who we trust to play that role. Yeah. We have our wide receiver specialist, who's Albert O. He's the only guy we, have, we trust to play that role on down. Eric yeah. Salbert's our best well-rounded, but he's not an every-down player. Eric Tomlinson is by far the best run blocker. Okay. I like it. Let's go. He's in. I, he's in. He's in. Big guy's in, but he's not in on the first play. I can tell you that. Oh, he um, One more spot. One more spot. Delaren Turner-Yell was probably your best defensive player, your best tackler against the Bills. I think he led the team in tackles, and he was making tackles. He was coming up uh, and, and actually making good tackles. How much do you put on that? Do you want five safeties? He was a fifth-round pick. Fifth-round picks aren't locks to make the team, but they'll get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. We doing it? Yep, especially um, – so DeLaren Turner-Yell is in. He's in, baby. Which means well, – before you drop that, let's just get everyone here. Um, J.R. Reed is out. Oh, um, so sad. Some of those guys are already out. And Fayon Hicks is out. Yep. And Isang Bassi is out. Yep. That leaves us with five corners. Let's see your math, baby. Five safeties. Drop the gavel. And look at us, a perfect 25 on offense, 25 on defense. And three on special teams. And this is exactly what we did the first time we did this exercise, mm. was with the perfect balance, 25, yeah. 25, and three. Um, it's not, it doesn't normally work out that way. It does not. So that'll be interesting to see. Where, where do you think we could be the most wrong? Like, we're obviously going to get a player wrong, player uh, here or there. What, like, position group do you think we could be totally off on? Corner. Corner depth. I could yep. see OJ being out. I could see Bassey being in and Fayon Hicks being in. Okay. Which one are we guaranteed to be right on? Running back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's uh that was fun. I think it's a it's an interesting roster. And the hardest part about predicting these rosters is you just don't know what coach is pulling for what guy. Right. Um and I get the feeling that Nathaniel Hackett is the kind of guy who wants to throw his coaches a little bit of a bone, especially in year one, just mm -hmm. being like, all Game right, trust. Well, yeah. let's see. Let's see if you, you know, you're right on this thing. Dwayne Stukes, I'll give you Corliss Waitman. Yeah. You want him? Maybe I'll give you Tyree Cleveland too. Yeah. But, you know, if those guys blow it, then I'm not going to do this next year. Right. It's on you, buddy. Yep.
Exactly. You know what's great is we're going to be wrong on this. Sometimes you're going to be wrong placing a bet, mm. but DraftKings is making it, Ryan, where you cannot be wrong and getting $200 in free bets by betting on any college football game. There's a couple this coming weekend. Place a bet, $5 bet, win or lose, and you get $200 in your account in free bets just like that. They're going to give it to you in eight $25 free bets, which makes it so you can bet on eight different things with those $25, which makes it so much fun heading into football season, which really gets going the following weekend. You're going to have $200 in free bets in your account to get going. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the apps. Head to the App Store now. Their app is great. That's also something that that I don't talk about enough. It's so smooth, easy. It 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 looks Looks just like yeah. Yeah. It looks so nice, and everything makes sense on their app, which you can't say about a lot of other places. So head to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer again bet five dollars and get up to two or get two hundred dollars in free bets win or lose when you place that five dollar bet on college football that's code dnvr over at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older colorado only new comes new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 also a shout out to our friends over at athletic greens if you want to get that ag glow you want your skin oh, yeah. to glow you want your um, fingernails to shine, as Eric Weedham would say. You want to feel healthier in the morning. Um, you can get your day kicked off with Athletic Greens. So many different benefits of using Athletic Greens. Uh, and there's also a benefit of using our link when you go to athletic, athleticgreens.com slash broncos. You'll get hooked up with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. You basically take a scoop of your athletic greens, put it in eight ounces of water. I like to put in one singular ice cube, no more, no less. Uh, then in the process of shaking it up, the ice cube melts. So you don't have to worry about it as you're chugging your, uh, your athletic greens. But now they're a perfect chilled temperature. It makes it taste a little better. I like the taste personally. Um, in, in the best way possible, it tastes healthy. Like you're like, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. getting stronger and smarter and better at everything as i'm drinking this it doesn't and that's in a good way not not in like a oh gosh this must be healthy would you say you're a connoisseur or would you say you're a snob when it comes to what when, when it comes to the one ice cube oh uh you know, you know your stuff or you're very you're better than everyone because you know it no i'm a connoisseur i'm okay. a connoisseur but okay. i'm also like if you put two ice cubes in my athletic greens we've got problems yeah you're a snob. i like the two ice cubes <laughs> You like to have some leftover ice cube. Yeah. Yeah, I I want that ice cube gone during my vigorous shaking process. It makes it taste smoother. Well, yeah, but if it just melts in there, that's the perfect situation. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Especially if you're chugging it. I can see it. Different ice cubes for different (laughs) cubes. This is like the the old uh, sleep number. Yeah. Um, So anyways, go over to athleticgreens.com slash broncos to get in on that deal. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance there we go and should we pick up the ultimate comments over on our super chats yes all right we've got two super chats and then three just good comments mm, love um, it so we can start with the super chats from danny here hey from montana guys just was curious how good do you think ps2 and the denver d will actually be this year thanks really good i don't think there's any overhyping pat sertan nope and the Broncos' defense, not as good as Pat, uh, but they have the potential to certainly be top five. Ryan, I think what it's all going to come down to is two things. One, health. 
There are, unfortunately, so many guys you can go through on this roster, probably like a lot of teams, but especially this team at key positions of key players, Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory, Ronald Darby. Those are huge players. If they're not playing for a majority of the season, I'll touch wood, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, If they do play, you're going to have so much talent on that defense. Yeah, I mean, I I just look at it from a purely philosophical standpoint on defense. You're putting Pat Sertan on one side. That side is gone. (laughs) It's over. You can't throw there. And then, you know, maybe this isn't exactly the way Evero does it, but whoever you're worried about on the other side, you're going to put Justin Simmons over the top of them. Right, right. And now it's just like everything else after that comes so easy to you. Um, It's when you put multiple elite players in one group, and I'm saying the secondary as a group, it makes your life so easy and it makes the other team's life so difficult. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast interview with Luke Fickle recently, um, and he was talking about Kobe Bryant, not the uh, basketball player, but the corner who I believe now plays for the Seahawks. Um, And he was just saying like, we were so we got to be so lazy as defensive coaches last year because we were just like, oh, you don't have to worry about anything on Kobe's side. Mm. Uh, so just worry about the rest of the defense. Yeah, and that's essentially what the Broncos get to do for like the next ten years yep. at least. Yep. Uh, and that so Pat Sertan takes away a whole side of the field. Um, I think there's going to be a couple mismatches between other teams, uh, tight ends and running backs, and your linebackers. But that's not a way to – you can't live off of that. No. You know, you can you can convert a couple third downs here and there. Um, but I think this defense, especially with the pressure element that they're going to add in the wave of pass rush that they can roll at you, uh, I think Baron Browning is pretty close to the point where, like, you're not even thinking, like, oh, do we downgrade on this play by putting in Baron Browning? You're just like, rolling Browning. Yeah. Um, he's ready <laughs> to go. So, Gregory, Chubb, Browning, like, if you have that waves going, then you can bring in Nick or, uh, Nick Benito on a uh, on a very obvious passing down. I mean, yep. only the most obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're just gonna have a lot of different weapons. I think Jonas Griffith is also very good going towards the quarterback when you want to use him in that role. But it just comes down to how good Patrick Tan is. He's so good that the rest of your defense is easy. And I think what's going to happen is Pat Sertan is going to funnel a bunch of interceptions to Justin Simmons. Mm, I love it. And that's why I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Simmons gets double-digit interceptions this year. Whoa. Yep. That's insane. But I love it. Yeah, I and I would love it too. And and that, that would really take Justin Simmons to that playmaker level. That's what I was going to say. Is I'm, I won't be surprised if he's first-team All-Pro. Mm, I love it. Because then he'll get the picks and yep. people will wake up. And as on to a winning team, a good defense. In the SEC of the NFL. Yep, <laughs> exactly. All right, let's go to the next question. All right. We have, if you could hang out with one Broncos quarterback, past or present, Peyton. who yeah. would it be and <laughs> what would you want to do? Maybe some shrooms with Jake? Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great way to tie everything together. Um, As fun as that probably would be, (laughs) uh, I would like to just go golfing with Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking about substances, a beer with Peyton. Yeah, and um, he actually, I would like to go to the golf course, Sweetens Cove, which he is a co-owner of. Oh, there you go. And then there's also Sweetens Cove whiskey, Ah. bourbon, um, that they started making. Um, I think the, the... distillery funds the golf course or something along those lines and it's like really i don't know i don't know the full details but i want to drink sweet and cove bourbon with peyton 
at his golf course. That's a pretty good day. It sounds like you've been thinking about this for a while. I think about who I want to play golf with <laughs> every day. And you're not wrong with Peyton. I'll settle for uh, Cherry Hills Country Club okay. with Peyton. Yep, that yep. works too. <laughs> One of very few notable golf courses in Colorado that I have not played. Wow. Just because yep. it's impossible? It's too, yeah, I mean like... So when I played on, uh, really most of my, like now I just play City Park because it's right here and yeah. it's a great course. You're one of the people um, now. It's also really cheap Yep. Uh, for at least how, how good of a course it is. Um, but when I was in high school on the golf team and then playing in like the, mm. I think it's called the uh, CJGA, Colorado Junior Golf Association. Yeah. They just had tournaments everywhere, all the cool courses. And I even got to play Bally Neal, which I think is the mo- one of the most exclusive courses in America. I think wow. like they have single digit members, double digit members. Dang. Um, so like I got to play all those, but there's a certain level of like <laughs> yeah. richness where they're not letting the high school kids onto their course. I yeah, mean, it's like Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And yeah. that's kind of the tier yeah, exactly. of everyone else. <laughs> exactly. So I haven't played there yet, but if anyone wants to play with me i will definitely play with you there oh peyton there you go there you go (laughs) all right now we have some fun questions here mainly about missing hosts um we've got Mm. cheddars here saying is hank with hank with the baby day question mark oh (laughs) because we're we get old days Oh, did Hank at the baby Ro- oh, day? Oh, I thought it was a, he <laughs> yeah. meant Roby day. Oh, <laughs> from when Roby well, just didn't come to practice because he was hungover. Henry did go to a concert last he night. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's taking a Kendrick day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, th- we can call it a baby day for Henry. <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, Alaska Preston said there should be a new rule that anytime a host is gone, they have to send in a super chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to pay to miss yeah, exactly. a day. <laughs> You're, that'll go over great in court. Your paid time off, you got to pay us back by with the super chat. You have to pay for your PTO. <laughs> uh, and then Alaska Preston said, quote, it's a big one, wow, end quote, and quote, I'm excited, end quote, Zach Stevens, 2022. There you go. Good oh, stuff. Oh, man. All right, let's uh, move over to the website here. First one comes in from Melbourne Bronco. My boys, you had me laughing yesterday with your Aussie rules confusion. I'll break it down for you. We also had a YouTube commenter break it down for us, so appreciate it. Now we understand how it works, although it is weird. Um, All right, so he goes, the sets of numbers, example, 13, 10-88, are goals, six points, and behinds? Behinds. Behinds, (laughs) one point in total combined. Uh, and you can get behind the Sydney Swans and the Brisbane Broncos because they're in different sporting codes. Swans, AFL, Aussie Rules, and Broncos, NRL, Rugby League, completely different. Cheers. That's good to know because I wow. do have a Brisbane Broncos jersey oh. that was sent to me by an awesome person. Might have been Melbourne Bronco. I'm sorry that I don't remember. <laughs> that um, is too cool. So the way it works is it would be like if um, in the NFL it said – Four, two, so like four, two, and then that meant four touchdowns, two field goals. And it was like, and then at the end, there would be another Uh, number that said um, 34. So why not just have the 34? I don't know. I guess because they just want to tell you how they got there. Does Does it like matter at the end of the game if one team has more field goals? It's a good question. Like is tiebreaker. Right. More touchdowns yeah, or something. Had more. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but that's, that's at least my interpretation of it is it tells you like how they got the points okay. and then the total points. Okay. I guess it could be good to know. 
Yeah, for but sure. That I mean, last one's just all that matters. Right. If a team wins wins 15-14, but they won with five field goals, <laughs> that's right. it's notable. It, it, it is. Bronco Oiler says, I've really enjoyed this season of Hard Knocks and getting to see the personalities of all the different players and coaches. I'd love to see our guys covered in one, but I also kind of like to maintain <laughs> the belief that the Broncos are too good for Hard Knocks. That being said, if the 2022 Broncos were the subject of Hard Knocks, who would be the top three most entertaining characters? Nathaniel Hackett. One. Far and away, number one. No one even touches him. I mean, he'd be like Dan Campbell, right? Yes. Carrying the show. But better. In a very different way. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I think, uh, yeah, more more fun, which I think means more entertaining. Well, Dan Campbell is just like, it's funny because he's such a football guy. Right. So that's entertaining to just see, like, the most hardo football guy ever yeah. leading a, you know, multi-billion dollar franchise. And shaking his pants out. Right. And... Yeah, doing, I mean, he did, did you see he did the 50 up-downs? Yes. On yes. a bum wrist? Because <laughs> yes. he fell getting over his dog gate? The most football guy. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> unbelievable football guy. Whereas Nathaniel Hackett is, like, a, a natural-born entertainer. Yep. He, he is. I mean, literally. Yes. I mean, he's a dance guy. Yeah. He sings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's got it all. Um, so he would be the number one character by a long shot. Russ would be followed quite heavily. He, I don't think he'd give much. I mean this with all due respect to Russ. They would have to involve him heavily because he's Russell Wilson, and it would probably be the worst part of the show. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be corny. It, no, uh, it's not even that. It, it's just I don't think – I just don't think he's all that interested in, like, doing stuff. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. He's just really serious is yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. Whereas, like, Nathaniel Hackett's be- best thing is, like, he's self-deprecating and funny yeah. and all that stuff. Whereas, like, Russell Wilson is, like, all business, which you love for your quarterback. It just right. wouldn't translate that great to hard knocks. I think Melvin Gordon would be really good um, yeah. a- a- as, a- as a personality. Uh, in fact, today during the press conference, he came up and and when we were talking to Nathaniel Hackett and put his arms around me and Brandon Cristal and, and asked a question, um, and so I think he'd be one. And then I don't think it would be Did this you, year. Do you and Brandon Cristal combined equal <laughs> Melvin Gordon's weight? Probably. <laughs> yes, I don't think our biceps combined equal his though. Um, I think KJ Hamler would typically be a good one, but with just him rehabbing, I think he'd be one where that he'd become be a, a household name like next year if he were on the show and, and he was on the on the field every day. I bet Jerry Judy would have some good quotes. He would. <laughs> he would. Like when Henry told us about everybody got a pee. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's a good question, but it would be the Nathaniel Hackett show. It absolutely wouldn't. That'd be a good show. Justin Outen could be funny in there too. Yeah. Evero, definitely not. Dwayne Stukes would be... Very intense. intense. Yeah, they yeah. would definitely have some clips of him screaming yeah. at people. Yeah, definitely. Arvada Luke says, fellas, to brief, uh, to briefly revive and hopefully extinguish the preseason panic viewpoint, when we had the quarterback battles, you may or may not remember, it was like a million years ago, the talking point was all about who was getting reps. I don't think that our current quarterback or anyone in their third-plus year of starting is desperately in need of snaps. By sitting starters and getting reps exclusively to the players on the bubble, isn't that exactly how preseason should be used? Preaching to the choir. Aside from watching, aside from watching for a breakout player, 
player or two. The only things I've been watching is for is for penalties. Wow. With a new coaching staff and a bunch of young players fighting for their professional lives, I think the number of penalties is probably the best indicator of how good this coaching staff will be out of the gate. This coaching staff seems to be doing very well by that metric so far. Do you think the penalties tell us about how the coaching staff is progressing, or is the preseason quite literally useless? Cheers, Arvada Luke. Mm, you, you answered your own question. You did. The preseason is quite literally useless other than just evaluating the performances of bubble guys. Yep. And uh, Nathaniel Hackett, he obviously said last week preseason sucks. Uh, He said uh, that growing up, he also thought preseason sucks. Another thing we can agree on. (laughs) I I completely agree. And Arvada Luke has another comment, says, tackling on a couple things. We hear the the karmic ex... Karmaic exhortation <laughs> what are you doing to me here arvatic luke <laughs> touch wood quite a bit what actual wooden object do you think would be the most cos- <laughs> cosmically protective for denver athletes sports and the broncos in particular a longer shot but is this relic something dnvr country could somehow source for the new bar studio i think the most cosmically protective wooden object <laughs> would be a Barrel used for um, Breckenridge brews. Wait, so what do... Oh, he's asking, like, what the best-fitting wooden thing like, would what's be. What's the best wooden thing to touch to uh, protect the Broncos? So a keg of Breck beer that is wood. Well, so, like, they use, like, they, like, they like uh, put their Christmas ale yep. in, like, barrels. Like, yep. I want a, a Breck barrel. Mm, I like that. I like, And every time you touch it... You got to sip out of it. Yes, although actually like the answer to this is the the things that yep. were made for us. Yep. I don't know what to call those. They're like they're they would be medallions, yep. but that has the word metal right in it. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're bigger too. Yeah. Uh, round, round wooden objects. Rounds. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it's awesome. I have it in my uh, studio. Yep. Yeah, custom BSN Broncos at the time. Yep. Um, but you know, we could even just touch this made by the same person. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Housewolf projects. <laughs> Yep, oh, that's also oh, yeah. made House by Wolf. the homie. Right, right after. Uh, so there you go. Anything made by Housewolf is the safest thing to touch. Yep, absolutely. We love those, Housewolf. Uh, he goes on and says, went to the first tailgate, and it was electric. Literally justifies going to a preseason game just to attend the tailgate, in my humble opinion. Cheers, AL. I'm doing the Michael Scott meme. Thank yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, I've been trying to explain to everyone. It's the only reason to go to a, tail- it is, to a preseason game. It is the especially this one coming up. It's going to be awesome, too. Yep, it is. I mean, again, the first one was like a celebration of football being back. This is like a celebration of like, we're almost there. Yep, exactly. This there. is the last hump. Yep. Big Hank Stan says, remember the Tremaine Brock experiment? <laughs> and really. drinking. No, I, mean, no, I, I was going to say. No. Remember its existence. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I remember, remember the that, name. Um, Vance Joseph really liked him. <laughs> yes, he did. And is drinking soda through a hot dog acceptable at the bar? Man, for some reason, soda through a hot dog sounds so much worse than the beer through a hot I dog. I thought, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, because the beer almost could use a little bit of salt. Salt, yeah. Where... I don't want any salt anywhere near my soda. Also, the the soda is going to have ice in it, which seems to make it a little more gross. Oh, man. And then you're sucking up ice <laughs> hot dog chunks. No. Gross. With a little carbonation. I'll be honest. I always say I'll try anything. Yes, I do. try it. The hot dog and the, soda? Nope, nope. Hot that's, dog and that beer. crosses a line for wow, me. Wow, that's I the mean, only line we've ever crossed with you. <laughs> I would probably, if it was right here right now, I would <laughs> obviously take a sip. What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for the hot dog to taste like beer or the beer to taste like hot dog? Uh, it's a combination of the two. 
the problem is I think to do this properly, like if I were going to, if I was like a, one of those chefs on TikTok that like takes people's bad ideas and turns them into good mm. ideas, I would drink the beer through the hot dog and then you got to reheat the hot dog. You'd have so to. like you throw the yeah, hot yeah, dog yeah, back yeah, on yeah. the grill. Now it's now got that talking. beer in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now you, I, I, I mean, can buy that. Yeah, I think that could turn out pretty well. Yeah, I do not want to do that at DMVR, please. That's not <laughs> <it>. Well, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. We might yeah. do it. <laughs> he, uh, the only, the, the biggest issue with that though is it should have been a Rocky dog, like a foot longer. So would have really taken on the flavor oh getting God. in that going that far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it just it'd be a soggy hot dog. The problem dog. is you get both things moving away from the desired temperature. Yes, yes, You're that heating is up true. the beer and chilling, the, <laughs> yeah. and chilling yeah. the hot dog. And consistency. You have yeah. a soggy hot dog and a beer that has like taste. I don't think the hot dogs consist. Maybe it does. If he wanted to do it right, he should have dipped the bun in the beer. I know. I was wondering what he did with the bun. Yeah, Yeah, in a hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Yep. Um, Last thing I want to say on this is uh, the homies over at PHNX were apparently going to try this out today. Um, And then someone said, uh, I think a brat would be better. No. But no. 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 What what I was going to say, which it was, I I wanted them to do this so they could (laughs) see what would happen. If you do the, 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 insides of the bra are too loose right right so oh. You're just oh my god <laughs> so no. chunky yeah. oh. that's what i mean about consistency <laughs> like the hot dog at least you can be oh. sure like that's just a yeah. solid yeah you know brick of just <laughs> gross i was hungry and now i'm no longer hungry and it's, it, and it's, it's not even going to be chunky pieces too because then those pieces are going to crumble so it is going to be almost like a mush can we please not say chunky and mush when it comes to oh you thought the flavor was bad oh great comment here from nash bronco says fellas happy wednesdays especially to you numbies that's all I got. That's your new nickname. Me? Yes. I'm a numbie? No, you're numbies, which numbies. is short for numbers because everything you do does numbers. It was born. <laughs> oh, my God. It We've was born it from your. We've multiple times in the comments here. Oh, hell yes. I'm glad it's sticking. Um, it, it was born from you doing 50,000 views on the TikTok. Oh, wow. <laughs> that did 50,000 views. And I'm like, you know what? We're calling Zach Numbies from now on because everything he does does Numbies. We do have a question on how it's spelled. Um, we have N-U-M-B-I-E-Z or N-U-M-B-E-E-Z. Oh, neither. So there's I a have, Z in it? I have N-U-M-B-I-E-S, but that also kind of looks like Nummies. Like, <laughs> like some because you see the word numb in there. Yeah, when, when I heard Numbies, the explanation you gave is the best possible thing I could have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Zach Numbies Stevens for you, everyone. I think everyone. you need to change your spelling of it. I think the listeners have it better. With a Z in there? Yeah. I-E-Z? Or E-E-Z. That either. Uh, those are better than the ones you had. Hmm. I will uh, workshop the spelling of yeah. numbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you come up with DNVR, PHNX, all those. I trust you on this. I know. And a lot of my nicknames have stuck around here. It's We've got true. Yaya, Merchel. N- wow. Hank. N-B- I came up with yep. Hank. Yeah. N-B-Z? What, what, what would the DNVR, PHNX? Oh, N-M-B-Z, probably. Yeah, N-M-B-Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or NNBS. 
There you go. All right, that's probably a good uh, place for us to end. Wow, the Rockies lost sixteen to four just now. Oh jeez. <laughs> hey, it was Dollar Hot Dog Day there. So. Oh yes. yes. How many people? Oh, yeah. Over under four and a half people tried the hot dog at the beer. Over, thing. over. A, a Wednesday afternoon game. You're having yourself a couple beers and then you're hungry. So you, you want to try it? Wow. All right, well, that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up. Keep rolling in on those iTunes reviews. Also, I found out today we're at like four. 453 Spotify reviews. Oh, so we're coming up on 500 and that as well. So let's try and uh, race to 800 and 500 there. Wow, that's loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for your ears. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Roll out the truck and took a country drive. Don't